good evening, everyone. My name is Carlos Smith, and this is Unionist Tower Talk, Season 2, Episode 2. Back with the team again today. To my left, I have Mr. Mika Wilson, and also Mr. Alice Tucker. To my right, I have Ms. Anastasia Booker, and also to my right, I have Mr. T.J. Mr. Booker. Uh, today's episode will be about financial fitness, so if you guys want to chime in and leave your questions and comments about financial fitness, please feel free to do so. Um, this is a very important episode, of course, you know, with the times that we're in. Um, financial fitness is very important for everybody because of due to the pandemic, a lot of people have lost income and we're trying to figure out different things like multiple streams of income, what to invest in and to t- kind of create that uh, that safety net that you need for your family and, and pass down that generational wealth. So to start things off, uh, Ms. Tamika, would, do you have anything, you know, some of those tips that you were talking about? Sure, sure. <laughs> so so I had uh, embarked on uh, something called debt-free tea, tea for Tamika. <laughs> and I was posting um, on Instagram and Facebook uh, tips and tricks and things that, just from my personal experience, about how to save money, how to not have consumer debt, just different things, just practical things. I'm not a financial advisor or anything like that. So it's all based on my experience. And I think probably what you said right at the top is streams of income. Mm -hmm. If you can have multiple streams of income coming in, uh, whether it's a job, side hustle, whatever it is, excuse my glasses, if I was going to put my class away. that's, I think that's probably the way to go in, in the current environment. Of People course. can't can't go to work full time, right? You know, back on the politics thing, you know, what if it was uh, mandated that when you got to age 18 or 21, you had to go get an EIN number, right? Go start to have your business, like... Yeah. Like car insurance or health insurance. What's the EIN for the people that don't? Know? Oh, that's your business identification mm-hmm. number, guys. Right. That's that's what that's what the uh, that's you in the business world. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but if you go LLC, then it's not you, right? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hide yourself there. But um, no, I just think about that all the time, guys. It's like it's like this pandemic showed people really you, you needed a backup plan, right? You mm-hmm. needed to be like we didn't know this. We didn't know this. Coming, you know, you got your conspiracy theories out there. They knew it was coming, right? People even know, but everybody else, you know, saying we were asleep and doing like <laughs> pandemic hit. Oh, what happened to my dad? Oh, what about my kids? How am I do? How am I? How am I take care of this? How I pay my bills? Oh, is that because we're living check to check? Mm-hmm. <laughs> check to check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But what happens when you? You say debt-free tea. Let's get back on that part. Mm-hmm. Being debt-free. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what happens like when we did first go through that pandemic, the government was giving people, we got the stimulus, the first stimulus, mm-hmm. and then with your unemployment, you, some people were earning $900 a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was used to making maybe four fifty a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Why you can't travel? You couldn't do anything. Right. So I look back at that and I wonder, I say, wow, that was your opportunity to get ahead. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only thing you could buy was a mask. I mean, we was going around crazy with masks. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. 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 As you look back at that, you was stuck at home, couldn't travel. Yeah. You really couldn't go out to eat. You had to cook. 
And by toilet paper, y'all remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Toilet paper was a thing. You know, we saw the investors in toilet paper before. I didn't go. But when you get those, the answer for you too. When you get those uh, opportunities, you gotta capitalize on. What was you say? Amazon. Amazon. Everybody who never shopped mm-hmm. on Amazon before Shop started Amazon. shopping on Amazon. You know what? There was a spike. And they got spoiled. <laughs> yep. I mean, think about it now. I can get yep. everything I want on Amazon. But I swipe to mm-hmm. my door, and they make it so easy. And I'm guilty. You know, one click. They literally have it set up where you do one click, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, something's coming to your door. So yep. it, yeah. it really is. By twos. Perpetually, <laughs> yeah. That, mm-hmm. So you think, like you said, TJ, people would be saving money, maybe. No. And they're not, because they're actually mm-hmm. spending it on, you know, necessities. You know, if you got kids that were going to school, now they're at home, yeah. you're buying all the food. You're buying mm-hmm. all the stuff and things right. uh, at the house. So. I just imagine. We we when the food that you had kids, we utilized uh, we utilized the, the lunch program. You know, they were bringing lunch, but you had some people who were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be eating no school lunch." You know, they were bringing. Sometimes I don't know if some people it was pride, right? Uh, but me, we was getting all we had milk, right? We had everything we you know for the kids to eat, you know, right? Because they, when they had school, the school people. So the school was, you know, subject to say, look, we're going to make sure they still eat. Right. So you got to capitalize on it. But sometimes the people who need it the most were the ones who saying, I'm not going to go out there and eat that. I'm not going to walk to that bus and get that handout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get the school the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I mean, that was tremendous though, right? I mean, yeah. like, why not take advantage of that opportunity? Like, what, what do they say, uh, Carlos, in sports? What do they say? Recreate the atmosphere where you're playing it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get digital. Let's go. Yeah. There it is. I want, I want to ask y'all something. Yeah. Uh, of course, you want we need to help people as much as we can. But do you think, to a certain extent, that we may, I guess, spoil people or make them too reliant on the government when we when we give them these stimulus checks? Of course, I, I definitely believe that we should help them out. But it came to it was like kind of like a double edged sword where we helping them out, but some people may have used the money for the wrong reasons or. They didn't want to go to work because, like we were saying, they made more sitting out, just staying out, saying. So, just getting that big chunk of money, and they just like, well, I'm making more, not just sitting at home than I am working. So, it's kind of like a double edged sword. Do Do you think, to a certain extent, that we do kind of hurt ourselves, or the government hurts? We hurt ourselves when we, you know, give them this money. I I think I think the assistance was definitely needed. Like I mm-hmm. feel like everyone, even if like you know. I hate because I like to be fair, and you know, even if the rich needed some help, give them some money. I mean, they stimulate the economy, uh, just like you would give the middle class and lower class people money. Give them money. Everyone should have got some type of compensation during this pandemic mm-hmm. as a surety from the government to say to people, hey, we got your back if something goes on. Now, the amount that we got, that people got, they, that was kind of controversial. Like, what is that going to do? Um, but in your question, what you're saying, it enabled them. Um, I feel like it did make a lot of people comfortable. Um, that may be a good thing during the pandemic, right? That may, you know, ease. You know, when you when you're not worried about money, you're not as stressed out as much, and you know, potential uh, reactions are decreased based off just the less stress level provided by people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, you saw when people was when the when we first heard about that money, we counted on we already had it in our pocket. It was spent. It was spent. It was spent. You know what I'm saying? So 
I was like, you know, that made people happy during this time. You know what I'm saying? People got off the all about the COVID. Where's my money? Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of like two part with that. Yeah. One part was if you cut out the money, you take that away, people are hungry. You know, you, you ever heard of Maslow hierarchy of needs? You ever heard of uh, Maslow hierarchy of needs? You really what you have there is at the very bottom of the essential need list is safety and security. So when you take that money away from people who don't have it, and then you, you close down the stores where they can't get food. So you're gonna have chaos on your hand. Now you're gonna have people breaking into people's houses mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you're gonna eat. You got right. to. So the stimulus was the government's way of saying, "Hey, look, we're gonna have to do this because if you don't, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have on top of a pandemic, you're gonna have a war right. because." Yeah. I guess my my question is, how can other countries who are not as wealthy as us, as the United States is allegedly, uh? They're paying their folks two, three thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. a month to stay home in order to combat the pandemic. And then my question is, well, whose money is it? Taxpayer dollars? Mm-hmm. Isn't it our money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not the government is us, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> are we talking about? We're not talking about some external entity. We all pay taxes. Right. So I want my money back to help me during this period. Mm-hmm. And then when we're back to normal. I have no issues paying my taxes and getting back into to the rhythm of things. But it's a pandemic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't have anything to compare it with in our lifetime. Right. So you got to go all the way back to 1918, right? Yeah. And that was World War One. So I'm like, <laughs> give everybody the money that they need to survive. And, you know, if we, we appreciate the fact that people are adults and make their choices, then I'm not going to tell TJ how to do what to do with his $1,400. I'm not going to tell you what to do with yours. Now, I can advise you. We can give you the the pointers and the tips and say, look, you know, option A might be better for you than option B. But ultimately, it's going to be those individuals. Mm -hmm. Right? That's Mm -hmm. how I see it. You know, the only people that I feel bad for that didn't really get the stimulus the first two times were felons. And it's like, like, guys, like, come on, like, they're still human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, that money should have been spread around a lot of places. And like you said, you know, some countries are getting back two to three thousand dollars, you know. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. of course, you know what I'm saying? We there were talks about trying to do that, you know what I'm saying? And, um people just couldn't um, you know, come together at the in position to make this deal happen. So, you know, sometimes deals fall through. They do, they fall through. And uh luckily we got something out of it, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Luckily somebody was able to pay rent, uh there should be another fourteen hundred, right? Let's do that. Then let's try to get them another one. Let's keep them. Well, let's talk about the, um, raising the tax credits for by children. Yeah. So that's quite a bit of money. Thirty. What was it? Thirty six hundred. I thought thirty six hundred. Yeah, I saw thirty. Yeah. And, and think about it. Yeah, and think about it. I was always, <laughs> I was always told, I was always taught, you could take all the money in the world, put it in a pile. And pass it out equally to everybody. And you know who's gonna get it back? The people that got the money in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like you got two types of people. Right. You got renters and owners, True. and you got buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. The buyers are gonna spend, and the sellers are gonna capitalize on them spending. Yeah. So even when the government did push out that money, it went right back into mm-hmm. the hands of yeah. Amazon. And yeah. Amazon's not on their own, they sell for other people. They just mm-hmm. get a percentage out of what they sell. 
Yep. You know, a lot of their products are independent set, sellers. So, 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 yeah, so you can put all the money, you know, like I said, you can put it all in a pile. If you got those spending habits where some people, that money was gone before it touched their hand, then you right. got some people in who haven't touched it or invested, you know, and just who are you? You know, what do you want to be? You want to be a seller or a buyer? Which you got to have both. Oh, ain't nothing yeah. wrong with it if you're a buyer. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with you a seller. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, Stace, you probably feel this too. You know, we're not taught in school at an early age to be like savers or anything oh, like yeah, that. Nope. You know, nobody's telling us put 10% of your money away for a rainy day or put this percentage away. They're just not having those conversations. And I know black folks don't talk about money mm-hmm. half the time. It's, it's like a taboo topic, and I don't know why. I think we get better, maybe, mm-hmm. generation from generation. Mm-hmm. But the older generation, if you know, you didn't dare ask somebody how much they made on their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, like, uh, 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 none of your business, get out of here. You was taught from a young age, not right. Mm-hmm. right, right. And I can honestly say that um, you're right. Like, coming out of school, they don't teach you any type of financial education, literacy, not mm-hmm. anything. Like, me, personally, I thought as long as I didn't get any credit cards, anything in my name, pay for it, you know, cash, and, you know, oh, I don't have yeah. to worry about debt. And then I realized I have no credit. So <laughs> then I realized it was just, you know, I was in the same ball. Mm-hmm. And no one taught me that. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, I just went to college and I didn't take uh, business classes. So, you know, those things weren't just direct towards me. And I think they need to teach that early on in high school before you become an 18 year old adult because that's when they're gonna start sending credit cards in the mail, offers, and all of those things. So why not teach it to them at an early age? Because yeah, some I, people I think go, I would go all the way to to maybe fifth grade. Fifth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. Fifth grade. Yeah. Because fifth grade. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have a lot of money. We're gonna have a lot of money. Fifth grade. You start getting money and allowance and stuff like that, yeah. and if we're if we're that teaching our sins. kids then, that one the sins, right? Check that sins. Sins. Remember, they taught us how to write checks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you need that curriculum. Yeah, after the check, though, there came the debit cards, and you know, having with a debit card, you swipe, 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 and you don't keep up. You know, so that that gets a lot of. And I remember people saying, "Well, this did you know?" I thought I had this much money, that's why mm-hmm. I wrote a check. I'm like, you didn't balance your book? You know, like, I do not know you didn't have that money in there. Who you know? like, To me, you probably said, I'm going to grab myself. I'm going to grab myself. I'm going to grab myself. I'm like, I'm like, even with that, you know, you, you go out and people go by the ATM when they first come out and say, oh, they still saying I got $400. And what the banks were doing, it was actually holding checks mm-hmm. to, to show that you still had that balance. Right. Until when you finally uh, went out and said, "Oh, you write by ATM check your balance and say you have three fifty in your checking account," right. but you know you enroll on two hundred dollar check, but right. it's not showing, so you go spend. So then the bank pulled it out, and then now you got thirty dollar overdraft. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, but the government stopped the bank from doing that. You know, they made it against the law. You can't do that anymore. Now they were actually taking people who may have a four hundred dollars in their checking. And may have five thousand in their savings. You write a check at the grocery store, and it bounces. They will just pull instead of taking money out of your savings account to cover your check. They will loan you the money, which is your money anyway. They will loan you your own money and charge you a thirty dollar 
You know, and people was happy with it because they didn't end up going to the bank, you know, because the, the store could actually put a warrant on you say you want them a bad check. Right. So mm. you're like, well, you know, they used to arrest people if you wrote yeah. checks and they bounced. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so then they would put your picture up and say you write bad checks. So what they were doing, it was protecting you with the overdraft, borrowing your own money, <laughs> and doing it. It's all kind of stuff that yeah, when it um, comes to finance. We have C.G. Tucker. Um, she said, saving is no good unless you're making money off of it. Well, she's kind of right in a certain sense. I'll tell you about it. She's kind of right. Because if you say, well, I'm saving, I'm saving, saving, that money is actually being invested, but you're not part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched somebody one time invest. I mean, took like they got a settlement and they took like $40,000 to the bank. Okay, in that 40000 and six months they put in a CD, they may gain thirty-six dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, if they would have bought a piece of property yeah. with that forty grand, yeah. they still had their forty grand, but their property is going to turn into maybe if you do some renovations there, that forty thousand dollars property may be worth seventy or eighty right. in the future. Right. And plus, if you got your renter in there, right. you getting yeah. income off of it. So, do you think real estate? My real estate expert is a good way to save money. Uh, I believe that uh, moving money, period, making move, making money move, is the best way to uh, make money. Uh, let me just be clear about when I say that. Um, money supposed, like uh, money supposed to be spent. That's money's number one job to be spent. Like we, even if you're saving it, it's getting spent somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one way to get money too, guys, is to get it from other people. That's, I mean, other than that, it's coming out of an account that someone owns somewhere, some entity, right? Uh, real estate is a great revenue, a uh, great avenue to um, go and produce income for yourself, but you gotta have the money to get in there. You know, unless you're gonna buy a house and Airbnb, you know what I'm saying? And then like, I mean, you can do that. You get your loan, go in there, live in there, and you be like, oh, I got over there. I got somebody to come work my place. I guess I go, to my mom's this weekend, and I'll make this $700 this weekend because I live in this cool location. Well, you don't even have to live in a cool location. You could live right here in Union County. And have Wait a, a minute. Did you say Union's not cool? <laughs> 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 you just yeah, said Union you. ain't cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Pardon me. Right. You can come to the great town of Union County where everything is everything. Uh, and you can find your Airbnb here. Um, there's yeah. not any on there's not any on Airbnb. I would love to go and just like find some little cabin in the woods or something like that, you know. Um there's a lot of opportunities in the cabin. Explain Airbnb for people who may not know. Oh, for the people that don't know what the uh business Airbnb or Verbo, that's the other right. Um they are they allow they're businesses that allow homeowners or people that own real estate or residential property to lease that to consumers or renter or how can you say tenants at the time to make money like it's just the same as a hotel they just took you out of the hotel atmosphere and said hey do you really want to be in that hotel and nine times out of ten i stay at hotels now that remind me of apartments now that's mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like why is it that you, when you travel you still want the home feel but you're on vacation you know you don't want to go you got a luxury house you know you took care of your house then you go stay in some room Two dollar motel, you know, you right, like, oh. right, right. So, Airbnb, go stay at somebody else's house that's homely. They may have a jacuzzi back there, uh, they may have a blind cat, 
Nevertheless, you never know what you're gonna get, guys. So, but um, by the way, C.G. Tucker says the way to generate wealth is owning properties. By the way, hey mom. Hey mom, that's my mom. That's my mom. So I said, "Mom, turn to the show, check us out." Like it, share. Like it, share. I tell you something that I did recently, um, and I, no, I'm not an expert, but I just saw it was crazy because uh, my friends were telling me about stocks, investing yeah. in stocks, yeah. and I, I invested back in September. Um, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna just put fifty dollars in. So I, I put fifty dollars in the stock, and uh, you know when this GameStop stuff started happening, I didn't have money investing in GameStop, but I had it in like a uh, energy company and um the fifty dollar I put in back in like September, I went back a few weeks ago and looked at it and my money it went up to like two hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute, I'm making money while I'm sleeping. Like I'm not even working at all and my money just went up. Like what happened? So I looked at the stock and it went up. And I'm not saying that I'm an expert at it because I'm not at all. I'm still learning, just figuring it out. But I'm like, um, there are people you know you might you may be able to look at, but it's it's kind of tricky because the time you never know when it's gonna go up or when it's go down but one of the things I did was just um paying attention to stocks now you know I was like if I can make money while I'm not even working at all then let me you know put some money into it you know of course you're gonna take some hits that from time to time but I looked at it like man I what platforms did you use to recommend to um I, I use Robinhood okay. um I, I have I have friends that use it my brother he uses it and people were telling me about it so I um I use Robinhood. I know another one is I think TD Ameritrade. One of my coworkers right. he uses that, but I I use Robinhood and um, it was crazy. Like if you if you get in and I guess it just depends on what you want to invest in, like cannabis or uh, energy companies. Like I did one of them. I did uh, your money. Just you know you just have to pay attention, and it's not something that happens sudden. You know it it, it takes time, but if you invest in the right ones, um, then you can you make some. It's pretty good money, I thought. So, so like, okay, let's just think about it. What do in our day in life, we all in this town should have Walmart stock. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. really, truly, I mean, really, Walmart is really right. we are carrying and strong, right? That's something I've heard also. If it's something that you use on a daily be- daily basis, why not invest? Like you said, Walmart, Costco, uh, people love Starbucks. Yeah. Different things, something like that that's been around, or uh, Apple, Amazon, yeah. which yeah. Amazon yeah. stock is pretty high. You know? yeah. But when, those when type you, of things. That's, that's a great way, but a guaranteed way is when you can learn to buy yourself yeah. and take what you got yeah. and make turn it into something else. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? I'm looking at like if I can get two hundred dollars, I know what I can do with it, and right. before you know it, I got five hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. And just so happened, my mentality changed. In one way, out, I did it in something that might have been illegal, but now it's ways that you can do it. Yeah, like right. this mask thing was going out. He was like, Look, I'm going to buy me some car. Oh, I'm going to right. spend $50 off. I'm going to sell me some masks and then people are looking for them. And then you guarantee, you know, yeah. that's your money. Yeah. You know, the wealthiest people, they make their own thing happen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just got to find what it is that that they're looking for, what they need, yeah. and then you can invest in a lawnmower and a weedy. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. I don't know. I don't know. But, but that that part of me not having to work is gone. It's misconception. 
Right. They probably, you know, I hear people say, if I win the lottery, you know, I ain't never gonna work a day in my life. Well, you go tell that to Oprah Winfrey. You go tell that to Bill Gates. You go tell that to Tyler Perry. They you still go tell work. that to the man that owns Amazon. Who's his name? Or Jeff Bezos. Go tell that to the Facebook guy. That you're going to quit work. Yeah. You can't quit work because no. you got money. You're going to be broke. You just, mm-hmm. you're always going to have to work. And if it sounds too good to be true, it is. I remember right. we all know when they was going with the little the pyramid scheme when they were saying like, you yeah, I me, can do it. You, yeah. you, what was it? The little thing they had, you give the me. Flower. The flower. The flower. <laughs> you give me this again. I did you bring it. Thought, it was, it was like a, a flower where you put money in yeah. and then you go get that back. It's a pyramid. I thought it was a pyramid scheme. I don't remember that though, but people were throwing like thousand dollars in there. Like, well, some, they got to their money back. Some <laughs> some genius some genius said, "Look, if I can get you to think you gonna get something for nothing, yeah, and that's what ended up happening." But and see, that's the mentality though. You're gonna have to, and yeah. you're gonna have to find something that you like doing, especially when you can find something you like doing, yeah. mm-hmm. and invest in that, and then turn that. And speaking of that, like um, for you personally. You invested in cutting hair, clippers, and you invested in um, renting a booth. And that became, you know, that was an investment you put in yourself. That's, you know, starting your own business type thing. Mm -hmm. That's something I've seen a lot of people doing during the pandemic because some businesses you can't can't do right now because they're face-to-face. So I've seen a lot of people selling, you know, clothing. I've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of people selling... um, just different products online because everybody's online now. Everybody's at home, so they're online and got time. If you, you know, you're selling something, put it out there. But you really have to, you know, put your all into it when you become an entrepreneur. You really can't go half at right. that. You really have to go at that hard. And I've seen, like Tamika said, I've seen some people have multiple revenues, you know, incomes. And I'm like, okay, you got like five businesses. How are you holding it up? But, you know, it, it may not take a lot to do those things. It's just that the more you got coming in, you know, the better. Instead of, you know, putting your all into one thing, because look at this pandemic. People lost their jobs. They had no backup plan. If you have three or four backup plans, then, you know, you're going to continue to have money coming in on top of that stimulus. So, back to this, what would we have, like, what do you think one of the best ideas you right now like uh let's just let's just do a scenario let's say a single person got six hundred dollars and now they've now they've accumulated how many single checks we have two right they've accumulated twelve hundred dollars with that twelve hundred dollars what could they have done to like you know generate some more income out of it? i tell you who i think had one of the best ideas in union yeah um the one that's delivering the food what is it the DoorDash, um, the, the home, yeah. the hometown, or it's, it's some type of service where somebody got a, we got a DoorDash show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Union had none of it. And so if you have multiple elderly people or people who have no cars or or no way to go around, and a lot of places closed down, so yeah. you have somebody who's willing to bring your food to you. Yeah. Well, you gotta think about it. you've been you've been at home, like you know, you you do, you feel like you're not able to go drive right. because you've been doing something. Right. You call them and say, "Hey, look, bring me some food." Mm-hmm. That that was a a good idea. Right. Another yeah, good idea. Uh, uh, yeah, another good idea was Uber or something. You know, yeah. you can call yeah. them, but but you gonna have to you gonna have to work. It, right. It's not to the point where you think it's just gonna fall in your lap. Right. It's not. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. So with, back to your question, let's say 
person gets twelve hundred dollars, you know. Um, something like finding a hobby that they like or something that you take that twelve and find something you like doing, like if you cut grass or you do flowers or if you want to be an Uber driver or something, you just build your web page oh. and Right mm-hmm. here, the taxi cabs are not here no more, but you mm-hmm. still have people who need rides. Yeah. Yeah. A little thing. You just got to find a need. You oh. find a need. i tell you what I would have done. I yeah. would have bought one of those cricket things. So the way things cricket? Yeah, where you can uh, basically cut the decals and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's like, like $200, $250. Oh. And basically buy some, some of the materials that you need, like make cups or whatever. Whatever that little niche thing is that people will continue yeah, to like purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To advertise the business, whatever, yeah. that's probably what I would have did with it. Because yeah. you can have set up your Etsy shop for free, uh, and then people are gonna buy yeah. online. And there are people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would get it. My mom and I were on the Home Shopping Network, and we were sitting there. I'm like, I can't believe people buy stuff off of here. And then we bought two, three dollars. <laughs> 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 so it's it's a it's yeah. a demand out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just gotta figure out what, like TJ said, what is that little niche thing that you can mm-hmm. do. That doesn't take a lot because you could do that in your house. Right? That's the main thing, being able to do it at the house. Now, you, now you, your revenue is going to And that's a tax write-off now. You have your business. That's right? what I was about to tell you. That's, that was my next point. I'm glad you brought it up. Now, you now you're in a whole different tax bracket because the same cell phone that you're going to use, the same car that you're going to drive, the same uh, utilities that you're going to use in your house, now they're tax write-offs. Now mm-hmm. you, you're looking at a whole different thing. You could buy your t- yourself a cell phone, your child a cell phone. All of that is now tax deductible. What I mean by that now, the same things that you're going to use anyway. My phone is, of course, a business phone. If you don't think I talk to my mom, my wife off of it, yeah. who don't own a cell phone? But the difference right. is, one is a business phone, and, and it does the same thing your phone does, but one's classified as a business, and you can do anything. You can sell flowers and have a business. You can make wreaths. Like me, a good thing out of it. And people are so much followers. If somebody starts selling wreaths yeah, or somebody yeah. sells cake, everybody like, oh, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. Dip strawberries. Mm-hmm. And everybody feel like, I, I got to be a part of that too. Can I, can I just shout out the, the farmer's market in Union? It's every, mm-hmm. every, every day, actually. I think it's up for Sunday. And people, you know, you go there, you get your fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. You know, seasonal as well, but... Um, people are also starting to go and sell um, arts and crafts and yeah. things out there. Yeah. So during the, you know, if it wasn't a pandemic, people would be, it would be packed, right? Well, yeah. And then don't forget a yard sale. Right. Yeah, yeah you, you can make money. Yards. There's no telling how much stuff you have in your house that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Like you can go ahead and quickly liquidate and get you a hundred dollars. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and just you know, cleaning house and getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, but you know what we all just described right here with that twelve hundred dollars. Start a business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, honestly, like, you named it $200 for a creek machine. You said we're going to go and pay for, give me a website platform, WordPress. We're going to pay $7.99 a month, a right month. to get that hosting. Mm-hmm. Then you said, oh, well, now I need a website to let people know that I do this Uber driving, right? Because you already got a car and you mm-hmm. got seed money for gas. Mm-hmm. And then you go and on the LLC, and guess what? You take up loss for the first five years, right? Because you started the business doing a pandemic, and you recoup that tax, and it, yeah, and you did it all off twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that, boom! Now you just reinvent yourself. I 
Yeah. Why you still got your regular job, man? Don't quit your job. Right, right. Yeah, don't quit your job. Yeah. Screens of That's what it should happen, you know? Um, but that was all great choices. That was all great ideas there. Um, I didn't really see anything. Uh, I guess I guess would have been a. I tell you what, what's a real cool business somebody do? Just talking to people. Mm-hmm. People like so. Yeah, just come, just talking to people. Let people talk their ideas out to you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much people need that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. what do they? If they don't have a college degree or they don't have the friendships or the networks to go and express their ideas to someone. The other option that you have to do is you have to pay someone to talk to them. And people mm-hmm. capitalize that off that. You could do that right at the house. Like, mm-hmm. let me just call you mm-hmm. up. Can I get 30 minutes? Yeah, can I shout out being a consultant too? Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people don't realize the skill set. Like, I'm, I'm going to say, TJ, you could probably be a, a barber consultant. Mm-hmm. And anybody who, who is interested in setting up their business, stuff like that, you can charge them, you know, for your knowledge, just your knowledge. Of running your own business as a barber, you running your own podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you can actually be the consultant. People, they bring you in to talk to the group, twenty five dollars an hour. You know, just talking mm-hmm. about your experience and what you know, the do's and don'ts. And can I shout out um Miss Tucker again? It she, is. Go ahead, tell them what my mom was saying. Tucker, she she talked about stash. Yeah. Uh, she says it's a good way to start investing with as low as five dollars, yeah. and that you can also invest the money for your children until age eighteen, and the money goes to them. Yeah. She said it also has a card that wherever you shop, you invest in stock of your choice. Mm-hmm. And then she also talked about what you were talking about, which is the business. And she took twenty five dollars, purchased beads, strings, and started a waste bead business and mm-hmm. made money. She also invested $28 for plywood and made Yoni Steams for $299. She invested $17 and started wholesaling. This is what I did during the pandemic. And she said she also worked for Stash. But I tell you guys, man, you know, this financial episode is needed, though. You guys, you guys are like so like smart, like with your money. Like, what experiences, like, do you think, like, over your lifetime, you know, got you to a point? You know what it was for me? You know what it was for me really one time? What? I got stuck in Tennessee with no money. And I said, one day I said, you know what? Never be broke again. Never be broke again. Mm. You know how I got that? I hitched a ride. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Was it one person right. or you just went from one ride? Right. Yeah. One ride, yeah. One ride. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you that story later, guys. We poured in my documentary. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, you, exactly what happened to me. I think I was 18. I went to Atlanta. I went to State Island, Atlanta. Yeah. I went there and I was going to move to College Park. You know, I had a dream of going to school that job. Uh, Georgia Tech, yep. you know, so I ended up going down there and then then like the vibe, then like it, it wasn't me. And uh came back. I had quit the job before I went. Came back, I was flat broke, didn't have anything in the refrigerator, I was hungry. Yeah. I mean I'm pretty sure I could have went to family and got food. Right. But I was hungry and right. I said, God, if you ever get me out of this, yeah. I'll never be broke again. Right. Yeah. I'll make better decisions. Yeah. And that just that's what done it for me. Yeah. You know, getting down to that bottom where you don't have a dime. That's it. You know, like the, the guy that owns Amazon, yeah. he quit his job and sold books out of his garage 
Also, also like TJ was saying earlier, like you really, if you work for it, you appreciate it more. That that's kind of what happened for me. 
I was uh, in high school, I was working at Buffalo Seafood. So I used to work there every weekend. The first time I ever had a cell phone, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in the 10th grade. You remember the, uh, it was like, the, we called it the egg phone, the little flip phone back oh, then. Oh, hey, yeah, LG. Yep, yep. Yeah. So that, that was the first phone I ever had. And, and uh, I, I just had to work for it. When I when I got my first car, I had to, I had to work for it. I got my first car when I was in college. And my dad always told me, he said, you know, two things that I remember he told me. Well, he told me a lot. But he was like, um, he said, if you work for it, you're going to appreciate it more because you, you're not going to just throw it away. You won't treat it any kind of way because you had to pay for it. And then he always told us, you know, a fool his money will soon part. So if you just careless with your money, you, it's just going to go away So. You you gonna lose it so quickly, and I remember in college, you know, we getting those. Oh no! No, but he's right. Yeah, fresh freshman year when we was getting those refund checks, you know, I just you know, I was I I figured out a way to to make it stretch throughout the semester, but you know. Fresh me, you want to go have fun, so you want to go party and different things like that. But I still tried to make my money stretch because I knew that was it at the time because I didn't have a job my freshman year to like my second semester of my freshman year. But, you know, just when you work for something, you really want to appreciate it. You really appreciate it more because, you know, nobody's just going to give you anything. So that's how I had to learn. Can we expand on the college edition right here? Okay, for, for you young people that don't know any better. You know you're gonna go and get your school loan, right? Mm-hmm. Fill out your FAFSA, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get that that Pell Grant. You're gonna get mm-hmm. that school loan, and all that good stuff. But a school loan means yeah. you got to pay yeah, it back. back. Exactly. So, but during school, you're gonna pay. You're gonna get maybe a little check. Yeah. And then get a line at the financial aid office trying to get that check. They probably deposit that, right? Mm-hmm. They deposit. Yep. So, I was calling every day, making sure my money. Is it in here? I always so call. If you're in high school right now, beware of the school loan and getting that refund check. If you do get that refund check, put some aside for a rainy day. Don't spend all your money. It's going to be real right. tempting. Don't do it. Don't get that credit card like Stacey was talking about. Don't do it. <laughs> you don't need it. You know, most of the time, if you do, make sure you manage. Yeah. Even yeah. to this day, I mean, like, I still won't get a credit card. Mm-hmm. No. I'm like, I, no, I'm like, I'm not going to borrow money to buy a shirt. Awesome. You know, and pay you back, go over that. Right. You, know? you need to. This is something I drill in our son's head. And he, he lives a little. But coming from my, you know, um, experience with the student loans and things like that, because um, even when they give, I went to um, HBCU first year. Hey. So it was a little expensive. Yeah, yeah I had a scholarship. I had a scholarship, but you know, it didn't cover it all, so I had to take out a loan. And um I, you know, that loan carried me to you until it was paid off. And it, you mm. know, interest and everything. And so um I drilled it into him during his senior year, apply for scholarships. I don't care if you don't think you're gonna get it. Apply. I don't care if it's fifty dollars. I don't care if it's a hundred dollars. Apply, apply, apply. Because it's free money right. out mm-hmm. here for yeah. kids, mm-hmm. and you know they get taxed right off. So they're trying to give you that money. Right. If you can get it, get it. Because the last thing you want to do is to come out of college and owe. I know some people owe a hundred thousand dollars in in debt. You know, right. and mm-hmm. 
They're not going to pay that off. Right. Yeah, they're, no, they're no. talking about, um, on the, the political side, um, forgiving like $50,000, I guess, on like student loan debt. Mm-hmm. 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 So mm-hmm. all this new stimulus. I know, right? I new stimulus. The new, um, the, yeah, the new, the new bill that's going yeah, through. Yeah. Biden's plan, mm-hmm. and it's like 1.9 trillion. I think, and I think I don't know if it's in that one, but they're talking about it separately though, as you know, loan forgiveness. So it might be separate from that 1.9 trillion. I will hope so. But uh, I know it would help a whole lot of people. And see, for, for me, I remember like I didn't, I, I didn't really think about it back then. I was just like, man, I this is money I'm getting right now. I didn't think about long term, like having mm-hmm. to pay this money back. So sometimes I remember. You know, taking out more than I needed just because I wanted a little extra yeah. in my pocket. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I'm just like living in the moment. I'm in school. I need this money to kind of last me throughout mm-hmm. the semester, mm-hmm. not knowing that long term, like six months after, yeah. it's time to pay it back. So hey. it was it was rough. So I, I ended up, you know, when I first graduated, six months after I graduated, I went through Sally May. And my first loan was maybe like $500 a month, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really afford it. So I ended up getting, you know, two jobs. And after a while, I was able to, once I built my credit up, I got it, re- went through the bank and got it uh, refinanced yeah. and uh, cut my payment in half. Right. But if you don't have to take out those loans, don't do it. No. And don't just do it to have money in your pocket because you still got to pay that money back. If you have the option of commute, commute. I see. I stayed on campus every year. Yeah, yeah. 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 Trace was here. Yeah. Even up here, even up here at USC Union, you can go there basically free. Uh, or if not there, you can go to Farmer Tech School and all that. You can mm-hmm. just go go free. Farmer Community yeah. College is up yeah. there. Yeah, I see on old clubs. It's Farmer Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Community College. Yeah. It went from Tech to the community. Oh, yeah. It went from just Farmer Tech to Farmer Community College. Yeah. But we also have one at Union now. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. Psalm 176. Oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah. You got there. Isaac Kissing. There it is. Yeah. And it's not, I'm telling you, college, it's those loans. You got to be and if you're county resident, there are two different, two different payments. Yeah. You know, whether you live in union, and if you want to get your first two years here, you know, you just about get a free. But don't get the associates now. Don't graduate with an associate degree. They got up there at corner because now you're gonna put yourself out of the life scholarship because now you serve, you have a degree. If you you get those credits, but just don't get that degree unless you're gonna stop there. Now, if you're gonna stop there, take your associates. But if you just gonna get associates, just to say you have associates. You're going to cut yourself out of because now it's a different payment for a person who's a college graduate. Right. So you consider a college graduate because you got your associates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, then, that's you know, really good information. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of young people know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't I, know that, but I, I, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I found, bro. I graduated um, a community. Well, I went to USC Union after yeah. I left uh, Benedict. That's where I went. And, um, that's what I <laughs> and I, I got my associates and then I was like well I'm going to update I'm going to transfer UC update and when I did it was like I think the Pell one of those they like my life I, mm-hmm. I couldn't get it mm-hmm. and it was you know that was the money I needed and it was like wow you know I didn't know you know I was considered a college graduate you know I was transferring from USC mm-hmm. Union to update mm-hmm. 
but I graduated. So. Uh-huh. Do you guys believe that financial freedom and fitness comes along with risk? Do you think? Do you think they'll go correlated together? It's a risk we're taking. It's, it's a risk we're taking, right? Yeah. To try to get to that point, you know, to establish good credit. We talked about credit. Mm. We talked about student loans. We talked about residual income. We talked about uh, coming up with new ideas, reinventing yourself. Uh, we even talked about the money that the government gave us. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here, though? Like, well, where do we go? You know, J. Rock brought up. He brought up a point on here earlier about um, wills, um, yeah. insurance. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, that's where you also have to think about your finance because you can leave family in debt. You can. Um, you can leave them in a bond, you know, if you, it, it happens, people pass, you know, and they have no insurance. And then family's like, how are we going to pay for this? And then when they, they do have, have that, when they do mm-hmm. have insurance, it, it especially hurts the black community. When they, and you, anybody know me know I'm big on insurance. Uh, when you have, what they used to have, they used to have policies, they call them N-word policies, N-word policies, and they were the $5,000 policy, the $10,000 Whole life, no matter how you get it today, no matter how long you live, you always gonna be able to get that ten thousand right. dollars. Now, then you have what they call term life policies. Term life policies say, well, what would it take for my family to be okay in case I die, or your child, or uh, anybody in your family die? You have uh, what you call term life policy. You can say, well, listen, I'm gonna get this when you're 19 years old, or you just got married, you're 24, and you decide, look, I'm gonna get me a me, I'm going to get a $250,000 insurance policy on either one of us. She got that, I got that. It's so heavy. And if somebody dies, you're leaving your kids in a better state. Where well, we all mm-hmm. been to many funerals. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. most of the time, they got those whole life policies. They're about 10000 And you call the funeral home guy up. Guess what he's going to charge you? 10000 So now you just mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. You're grieving. You just lost your parents or whoever. You're grieving. You definitely don't want to go to work in you, but you got to go because sometimes they don't even have enough to cover that. Yeah. But that's something financially, that's where we fall behind it because we're not educated on insurance right. mm-hmm. and what it's for. You know, you should at least have enough to pay off your home yeah. and, and buy a home. Yeah. Buy a home. Now you're leaving your, your children. I think Biden put it up in there where uh, they they going to start charging, you know, start trying to help you become more homeowners because of you. You, yeah. you put people in the project. 15K. <laughs> yeah, you, mm-hmm. you put and them in the project. Yeah, yeah 15K. Wow. And you, you put people in the project, you let them stay there, and their kids there, and they don't they don't have nothing. And then when you pass yeah. away, you, you did not leave them anything. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 systemic racism that's yeah. been done. Yeah. yeah. And that's, we thought that they would help them, but they actually hurt you. Yeah. You know, and it's on both sides. Republican and Democrat, yeah. neither mm-hmm. one don't care enough. So that's oh, yeah. one thing so I would sure add to that too is, is that sometimes we are our own worst enemies, mm-hmm. and we won't we won't work together. Yeah. And I say this as say family members won't work together to say buy a duplex, right? Uh-huh. So if you buy a duplex, you're paying that one bill, you're paying that one time. And now, uh, instead of my kids having to go rent something somewhere else, they can stay in the house yeah. next mm-hmm. door. We both got yeah. our own house, our own space. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters yeah. could do that. Yeah. Instead of sending your kid off, say they go to school on the corner or whatever, and they stay in the dorm or something like that, 
you know what? Get them a little house out back. That's the dorm. <laughs> Stay in the dorm back there. And now they've learned some independence. They've learned how to take care. You know, you got to pay this light bill. You got to pay this. But they still right there in the property. And what, what I think it is, is that generational cultural thing. All mm-hmm. this stuff has happened to black people specifically. We don't think along those lines. Other cultures do it all the time. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. multi-generational houses mm-hmm. or, or estates. And the word of the day is estate, by the way. Mm-hmm. Have estates. Have yeah. estates. So you know if you have four or five acres that mm-hmm. you own, that's enough land for everybody to have something on that land in your family. Yep. And now you have an estate. That's what most people do. That's yeah. <laughs> what a lot of people do. A lot of people and do. And we don't have that. And guess what? If something happens to, to you, Stacey, now you can leave your estate to your children. And then you want to make sure it's paid off free and clear. So it doesn't go into probate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to will. That's what you need to will. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything is free and clear. You got the deed in your name and your family and it's handed down by will and testament. Mm-hmm. testament. Right. Yeah. So having these conversations, I think, is important. You know, my parents are older. My parents are 75 and 66. Have the conversation with your parents about what they want for their end of life. Yeah. It's a hard thing to, to talk about, but I'd rather know what do you want for you? What do you mm-hmm. want to see for you? Because it's going to cost money, right? You talk about having mm-hmm. a funeral. If their policy isn't set up, you mm-hmm. know, to, yeah. to, to do the right thing, to pay stuff out. And even though I'm younger than my parents, of course, right. um, if something happened to me, they ain't got to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. So I've set it up so that all of that money would go to my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, same and with my, my brother. Same with my brother. I did. I did go to my brother. Yeah. 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 You know. Uh, but no, guys. That life insurance is like key. So, what is it really? Is do we really need to rely on the school to provide this information, or is it something that they want? Like you said, we are we are all of our We should we should have these talks. We should teach this stuff. You know, and and look at even I remember the song of TLC. It's they, they didn't write. They didn't write this stuff. They yeah. didn't write their music. You know, a lot of times they didn't write. It was broadcast. Where was the song? I don't want no scroll. Living in your mama on the patio side, just yeah. around mm-hmm. living in your mama's basement. Mm-hmm. That's a scroll. Oh, that wasn't no scroll. That was probably the good. Thank you. You needed that. Yeah, I just want to say. We I'm retired, I'm single, I don't have any children, but mm-hmm. I stay with my parents. Mm-hmm. And I could very well go and get a whole nother mortgage yeah. and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. But I did the math and I was like, Mom, I love you. I'm staying right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna leave you there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's something mm-hmm. that we have. That's something our community needs to break out of. We need to discuss and, yeah. and teach our children. It's okay to live together. It's okay to live beside each other. Mm-hmm. It's okay to share property and, mm-hmm. and, and, and make it uh, an estate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to do those things. But like you said, we're so busy saying, oh, you stay with someone. You know, you're broke. You don't have this. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The person that has the, the best cars and the, these houses and all these other things, that's what they have. What mm-hmm. else do they have behind mm-hmm. it? Because mm-hmm. that's not making you money. That's making someone else money. Let me tell you something. If, if you know, as a single person, um, if in a pandemic, and I was living by myself, I would be very lonely. Right? Yeah, that goes to the. You can go to the. Right, you go yeah. to a depression.
depression, and there's a price associated with that, right? Your mental and physical health, you know, are sacrificed because, you know, financially, you feel like I got to be out on my own. I got to have all this stuff mm-hmm. and things. And my money is a, it's just right. a lot. Person, yeah. It's a lot. You know, I, I had a coworker. She used to have a coworker. She doesn't work anymore. But I remember she she said one time before that he, I think she was probably in her 30s. She said her and her fiance, they moved back in with her parents just mm-hmm. to save money. She said, I don't think her parents really asked them to do, just keep the house clean and everything. Other than that, you know, they welcome them back in to, you know, stay with them to, you know, sit, make some money and stay on their feet. So, like you said, it's definitely something like with our culture, like, you know, yeah. you see it all the time online. Like, if you, if you, you stay in at home with mm-hmm. your family and stuff like that, you ain't nothing. Like, why? Like, why? Why? What? Why is our mindset that way? Anyway, like to where it's a it's an agenda. It's the music. It's a lie. I mean, I was thinking this girl. They did an interview from uh, they was doing a research at the upstate, and I had a girl come in. She said she was looking for black businesses. She wanted to interview, and she was like, "Did you have anybody? You know, I want to prove that there's no such thing as system racism, or there is. Did you have anybody hold you down? You own your own shop. First thing she asked me was." I see you got jerseys up on your wall. Would you play football? Like, no, I'm not a foot- you know, I did not go to college playing football. That's right. how she thought I obtained my, my property or so. And then too, I was like, well, at that time, if you look at TV at 12 o'clock when the news go off, at 12.30, you're gonna see Victor News. You're gonna see you're gonna see, you're gonna see this your whole life. You're gonna see this this guy with a suit on, he's intelligent. Right. Okay, but then when you talk about five, six o'clock in the you're gonna see the news is gonna throw brother's face on there. Right. You know, but just that the the soap operas in itself, everybody's a little rich, everybody owned their own property, they business, they wore suits and ties. Yeah. Okay, us, we got blunts and liquor balls in our hand. And grill. Mm-hmm. And grill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Blunts, liquor balls, and grill. But you ain't got nothing to celebrate, you know. Uh-huh. And, and and that's the thing, it's 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 just not financial literacy. And it's instilled in you to be broke. Yeah. It's instilled in you to go by, look like you're rich. You got ten thousand. I think Gucci and uh, yeah. who are Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah. He said I got ten thousand dollars clothes on me. Yeah. I'm like that's the stupidest mm-hmm. thing I ever heard somebody yeah. say. Yeah. And yeah, people like, like, come on, <laughs> you just showed me how much money you blew. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You just showed me how ignorant you was when you said I got. But you, you're targeting certain people. Yeah. You're targeting our kids. You're targeting our youth. Yeah. Now you never see Victor Newman say that, yeah. you know. But see, that was instilled in you. Yeah. That was instilled in you. And I think it was one day she died. She was like, "I would never play a character where I was degrading people," mm-hmm. you know. But and I think she never, she never played that part. But back to the financial thing, My it goes. It wasn't Sicily. No. It was the one that died uh, a year before Sicily. She died. She uh. She was a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. She never took a role that was degraded, even though they mm-hmm. told us she had to. But that that happens to us, yeah. and that's what happened. Like I said, this when you see the victim numbers, you see that then it comes to us. Yeah. What you see? Yeah. What are you talking? So we got to get out of that. So that, that, that I learned long that forty dollars bottle of hen, yeah. that twenty dollars sack of weed, and all that. I was like, look at, I'm stop doing that money. You know, they're just a waste. Uh, yeah. And killing me, killing myself, go out, hit somebody, drunk driving, kill somebody. It's just our oh, mentality. There's nothing to brag yeah. about, nothing to celebrate. Yeah. And it's going to keep you broke if yeah. you, you know, in that yeah. situation. I feel you, uh, just to chime in on that mentality that you said, though. Famous, famous, famous black psychologist, Naheem Akbar, yeah. the, uh, did a uh, study on 
uh, why from slavery and why African Americans team uh, uh, deem success as having the jury and the clothes and being mm-hmm. entertaining and being funny. Like it really was some profounding work that I read mm-hmm. there. So Naheem Akbar, if you guys ever want to read that, like you got tons of studies. I got to go all into it, but it would definitely correlate some things for you. You know, based off that mindset thing. But great point, though. You right. You know, I thought somewhere that our culture, um, we take name brand, um, new car, flashy items as a social status. Mm -hmm. We take that and we put our. We we feel like if we have those things that places us in a certain social status, when in actuality. There's a lot of very wealthy people mm-hmm. who you would look at and you would not know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would look at their yeah. cars, you would not know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they do not invest in those things that don't make them money. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I always I had this conversation last week. I'm like, isn't it? Weird? And, and I'm not trying to knock uh, music artists because they all of them don't do it. But it's like, it's, why is it there? Like, it's it's weird that like when you see a music artist when they finally break through. It's like the first thing they do is go buy a new jewelry. It's like they want to show that they're a rapper and they made it. It's like, why do they have to do that? And it's not all of them, but the, some of them, a good bit of them. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like they have to show that, prove that they're a, a, a rapper. They had the ball to do. Like, why? It's deeper than that. It, it, it's yeah, deeper it, than that. It's it, like, why do you think Future talk about Percocet when you know, don't even drink or smoke? Yeah. It's deeper than If they don't talk about that, they can't be put on. That's the difference. That's what I was saying. You got Victor New. And then you got you see the difference, and then you see what your your artists are are to do and how they are to act. Yeah. You gotta you know? be able to see yourself in that in that position. If you never yeah. see yourself, it's always a negative stereotype or something that's being reinforced that you would never choose for yourself. You know, right. your rational mind would not choose to spend ten thousand dollars on a Gucci sweatsuit. No, <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Why would I do that? And it, it, <laughs> but if you see that, like, it's it's like you don't see something. But and, you know, on uh, that that um verses when he said he spent that much on his clothes, the other artist said, "I spent that on um real estate." Real estate, real estate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's like, "I'm making more than what you put on your clothes because you know I'm making money off of what I put my money into." Mm-hmm. We have that twist, but it, it, and it was it was scary to kind of see how you know when you look at comments, some people were like they were cheering for Gucci because he made that comment, but the other people were. Were with Jesus yeah. because he's like he he invested in, he made the right investment. Other people were like I'm with Gucci yeah. because you know he spent all his like it just shows you the mindset that some of our people have. Yeah, like you said, you can't see yourself in that position, but it goes deeper because the radio stations, the music industries, they're owned by the major broadcasting systems: CBS, Fox, all that, mm-hmm. uh, NBC. They're they're owned by them, and they control what plays on the radio because the way that's set up is that. That's the emergency. In case there was an emergency, you gotta be able to go through those revenues. So the government funds them places. They fund they fund them. And then they choose what's played on the radio. So if you go in there talking with some knowledge, your music never gonna touch the radio. You no. know, I have oh, seen no. artists saying that no. they bring music and they're like, play this, I can't play that. No. But if you go talk about some nonsense, yeah. Oh, they'll play you all. They're, they're pumping in your head. They, I heard a rap song that said, get your credit. No. I have not heard any rappers talk about credit 
in business. <laughs> talk about dropping yeah. drop clips. Yeah. You know, you try to rob them on the shoot you with every bullet I like got. They talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you know, know how, how, how Jay Z did, you know, along the way, I can say Jay Z right. did become their artist. But yeah, it he took still for do him, the same thing, yeah. you know. He, he I'm not saying he don't, but it yeah. took for him to own his own record label to get that out there because he did have a song about, you know, investing and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. how to, you know, stop spending money and doing dumb, you know, things. But you don't get that very often. You oh, yeah. get Gucci Gucci and, and all of those stuff about these designer clothes and, you know, that doesn't define you. That's the problem. We think and that And they're not us. even black owned. They're no, not exactly. Gucci, Gucci was and, and they did the they did the blackface thing last year. Gucci did, and it was crazy to me when we see artists say we're gonna boycott Gucci for three months, and then they say no. Right after that, they go back to wearing it again. Yeah. I'm just like, why not? It's like, imagine if they did that to you know, what what clothing of like a black owned business, like any small business, why not wear it instead of like a Gucci or Louis Vuitton? Imagine what kind of impact they would have if they go were to Walmart, Go to Walmart, go to Walmart, exactly. And start you look up, mm-hmm. you know? but for us, I think yeah. we're 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 mature enough to where we can, you know, tell like Don Satan, okay, we don't have to live like this. It's a certain segment that when they see it, they believe in it. Think that's how you're supposed to live. Oh, he ain't got it because he ain't got the belt or he ain't got the shoes. Right. Yeah, you ain't looking remember flashy. That, celebrities' jobs are to stay famous. Okay? Yeah. So just remember that. When you buy into that, you're keeping them famous. You're paying their bills. So just remember that they're business people as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and most of them, they're, they're public, really. They're, they're, yeah. they're business people, but behind the whole thing. Yeah. Who do you think allowed them, really think about who do you think allowed Future to say purpose What did it say on purpose set? Okay, now you can find them anywhere in your grandma's cabinet. So, so you go say grandma, you go to doc, you make make him write you some purpose. So it's it's so deep. Yeah, it I gotta be so careful what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that goes deeper because a lot of those companies, you know, they're not looking at us and saying, oh, we want to help them grow. They're saying they want to make more money. So, you know, that's their their stand. That's that's what they're doing. But you have a choice if you want to help them make more money or if you want to try to make money yourself. And I can promise you, unless you're a celebrity and, and you're giving those clothes for free, so that you can um, promote, promote those items and those clothing. Unless you're giving that, those things for free, you're not going to make money by wearing designer or having a jewelry or, you know, grills or whatever it is. You know, these expensive, lavish things will not make you money unless mm-hmm. you're promoting it and you're getting it for free. Do people buy other people's grills, though? Are they resellable? Like, do people like, I don't know. <laughs> like, do people like, I don't know. Like, do people like, I don't know. But anything that can take money out of, out of your pocket to keep uh, a certain type of people in a certain status, they are promoting. They are promoting anything. It ain't so much. It might be if you if I can get this certain particular people or lower class. Don't care what color you are. If I can get the lower class to stay where they at and just pump me money and all that, yeah. that's what happens. You know, Black History Month. What you just said is is um. 
from from my research and the things I've been reading, uh, you know, at the tail end of Dr. King's mission, he started focusing on poverty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people uh, suspect that because he was mm-hmm. uh, expanding the tent beyond black people to include white people, Asian, you know, Latin, everybody who was poor. Yeah. Well, now you have a, almost like a class warfare, right? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of folks feel like, well, we got to get rid of him because he, he's about to turn up, turn things upside down. Oh, he's yeah. about to do mm-hmm. a new world order, and if all these people will follow him, who else will follow him? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I think that, 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 you know, that whole 98%, you know, occupied, I think so. Yeah, and basically people were talking about a small subset of people have all the money. Oh, 2%. Yeah, right? It's it's a small, and you think about, I think someone did an analogy about how much much time it would take to spend like a billion dollars or something like that. (laughs) And they said like 17,000 years or something for you to spend all that money, because your money, that money keeps making money. Yeah. They never stop making. They just put a billion dollars, and it's always going to make money. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's a half and a half. I tell you what, you can't buy the tangible thing. I tell you what, unless you invest, unless you spend your money wisely, save, and invest, and all those things, what will go fast is that tax refund. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to come up, and I know some people get $10,000 on their tax refunds, and they could invest that into some very oh, good things. I'm glad you brought that up. Please, y'all, when you get that 10 grand, tell them what they can do with that 10 grand yeah. instead of yeah. running. T- that's a down payment on a house. house. Let's start with the land first. So, a lot of times people don't realize get you some land, get it now. Even if you decide you, you don't want to put a house on there or whatever, get the land now. Mm-hmm. It is an investment. It's not going to go away. It's going to uh, appreciate, which yeah. means gain in value. There's only so much grass out here, guys. Right? So mm-hmm. get you a nice plot of land. Get, go in with your family and friends, right? And say, look, we're going to buy this, this you know, five acres. Mm-hmm. And do it now. And then, you know, y'all come together again and say, we're going to put three houses over here. Well, one of us is going to live in the house because I can't afford to live somewhere else or whatever. And then the other one, we're going to rent them out and we're going to split the money. It's all kinds of ways to do mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And what's really great about it is there's not a lot of, what well, you know, for a real estate license, you got to right. you know, take classes, go to school, right? For a small business owner, you might need to take classes, understand business and different things. But if you wanted to own real estate and be a landlord, it's very easy entry mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, do some research, but it's not something that would, would prevent you from doing it. You know, there's nothing else. If you get ten thousand, you know, from any tax, tell it you And you're gonna get a ten thousand next year. I need yeah. you to buy some. How many years? Eight years. Keep getting it. Keep getting it. But they were straight to the car lot. They were straight to the car lot. You know, even if they, and when you spend. If you go buy the land, like she said, you go buy the land. Okay, guess what? You didn't lose your money. You still got that. And it's going to turn into maybe Mm $15,000 before you knew it. And if you go put it down on the house. So next year, when this time comes around, you say, look, I'm getting another $10,000. I just just bought a house this year. 
My payments with the interest rates so low, your payments may be what, four fifty a month, five hundred a month. Yeah. You can say I'm gonna take five, I'm gonna pay my payment for the whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now every check I get stays in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I just because I'm not not my house paid. Yeah. But for eighteen years to fifteen years, yeah. your house paid off by the time that baby turns eighteen. Oh. It paid off. So now you rest of your life you live in rent free. If, if you pay your mortgage for a year off your taxes right there, boom, and then use your paycheck and send an additional two hundred dollars, I wonder how many years you would cut down. Man, you would cut it oh, in oh, half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least yeah. seven years. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep doing yeah. that, it, it knocks it down. That's, that's one of the tools I use. A house or seven cars, which one you want to do? Uh, what ends up happening? People go buy a new car. By October, they're picking that car back up. So, y'all, just just make it plain in numbers, right? So, we know right now, if you were to go and purchase a vehicle, twenty say $20,000, and you drive it out the lot, and you drive it for Say thirty days, right? Yeah. You think you're gonna get twenty thousand dollars back because yeah. you changed your mind? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not even brand new. Not even brand new. So they're gonna the same dealer that you try to take it back to is gonna say, "Oh, well, I can give you maybe fifteen for you yeah. just lost five thousand." Yeah, depreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about it like that, people. Yeah. Yeah. As as we get ready to um wrap this up, um. I'll let you guys, if you have anything you want to add to this, uh, just any kind of like finding anything, like one one more piece of financial advice before we close out this episode. Uh, mine is um, you have to spend money to make money. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is if you do decide to get a credit card, just get one and use it wisely to build your credit. You don't need two, three, four, five. Just get one and use that to build your credit. For me, I would just say starting out, just the self-investment is something I've I've learned. Self-investment is the best investment you can make. Um, just pour into yourself. Um, because if you don't invest in yourself, you can't expect nobody else to um whether read read up, do your studying, your research on whatever it is you want to do, and then just, you know, like you said. Buy something that'll appreciate. Don't don't buy at uh, liabilities. I say invest in the things that are that's gonna bring you returns. Um, don't get caught up in trying to keep up with the Joneses, like I said. Um, and sometimes those people who are down at the bottom of poverty. You have the, the greatest leverage to, to bring yourself up with those refunds and things like that. So really take that into consideration. And those are the people who probably do need to make some sacrifices because the things you're putting your money into is not bringing money back. Mm-hmm. So that will be my advice. My thing will be um, investing in yourself, piggybacking off of everything they said. I agree with everything they said. Uh, what I would do. Examine your your inner self, and you find out. Me, I'm, I speak on a spiritual sense, and I can't get away from that. It just me. It may not work for you, but for me, spiritually, invest in your 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 own well being. And you, when you find yourself doing it right spiritually, you are able to make better decisions and pay yourself. You know, pay yourself first. When you get paid, put something away that's going to be able. Feed you to have you some security, 
uh, I'm just speaking on a secular level, some security to pay yourself. You know, you don't every dollar you get don't have to go back out your head in two minutes. You know. There was a question on here. Is it okay, Mary? Miss Tucker said, "What's your advice for the single parent that has five children, two of them in college, the rest in high school and elementary, with a forty-five thousand dollars annual income? How can that single parent invest today with living expenses and children?" That's a challenging question. Um, what you being a single parent, you uh. You can get some help with that college, uh, with some grants and things. Um, being a single parent, living in union, making forty-five thousand dollars a year, you might can get a a decent house, you know. Um, and you probably can do a side job and incorporate those children to be your employees to help you out. You stole it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that's your team to me. You gonna get that team grant every year. You put those kids yeah. in a business small business and, and be able to roll off that. There you go. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I agree with all of that too. Like, I mean, really, truly, the best investment you have is the children that you will have. Mm-hmm. So, anyone that is in that situation, and uh, you know, you may not have five kids, and your kids may not be in college or high school, but uh, find resources for yourself. Um, in this case, save as much as you can. Uh, and, um, just stay open to opportunities. Mm-hmm. Stay open to opportunities. A lot of people yeah. they close off the things. Yeah. Stay open to opportunities. And I would say, if, if uh, I think a lot of times people think you can only get grants and assistance uh, when you're in high school and scholarships before you go to college. Even when you're in college, mm-hmm. continue to apply for grants mm-hmm. and assistance while you're in there. Uh, free money is better. Yeah. But if you do have to get that school loan, just like Carlos was talking about, take that extra that you would get from the refund and put part of that back and invest mm-hmm. that, you know, so your college kids should be making investments now. And then when they get that job, um, part of that money they should be putting to the side to pay the loan back, of course. Um, and, and try not to defer your loans if you can. If you put $20 a month on it, that way the interest stays low. Mm-hmm. And as quickly as possible, have your college kids pay their loans off after they graduate as quickly as possible if they can. Oh, and don't forget about um, loan forgiveness, job forgiveness program, <coughs> where if you go to uh, maybe a disadvantaged area, yeah. you work School. for two, three years, or if you're a teacher or whatever, or a doctor, whatever your skill set is, they will forgive your loan. And you have to apply for it. But uh, a lot of people choose not to apply for it, so that money is just sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. So do that research and find out where you get that free money. And, and so all the parents out there who have a bunch of kids, uh, guy, one of the guys when I first got in business, he told me his uh, accountant told him you're gonna have to do one or two things. She said, "Don't uh, worry, no, 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 no. Oh, okay." One or two things you have. He said you're gonna have a bunch of kids, or either you better uh, invest in IRA, uh, IRA Ross. Or you have a bunch of kids. Kids are actually tax deductible, good re- rebates. So mm-hmm. that's how you can buy your own house and you can get a good, uh, you know, South Carolina HUD loan. You don't have, you can get HUD uh, loans. They're very mm-hmm. low interest rate. Mm-hmm. 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 
So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't get a chance to watch it live, be sure to uh, check it out on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, as well as YouTube, and also on my website, carloskcmith.com. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode once again. Until next week, this is you and it's time we talk, season two. Thank you for listening.